rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up? Oh boy, that's loud, right? How did how did that music sound coming out? <laughs> My producers in the chat room. Hello, everybody. This is Tara Devlin, unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Thank you for hanging out. This is our regular Friday evening get-together. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, everybody. If you want to hang out with the greatest chat room, in the greatest chat room in American history, come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. Thank you, Jim, for the feedback. Looks good. Sounds good. All right. Nice. Nice. Very good. Thank you, Jonathan. Nice to see you, River. Nice to see you, Kathy. Nice to see everybody. Twisted Nerves Painting is here. Kathy's here. Jonathan's here. Jim is here. Thank you for being a moderator, Jim. Thank you, River, for hanging out. And more will be arriving. And Ed, how can I miss you, Ed? You're all the way at the top. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat right out of the gate. All right, let's, uh, what else? You know, I just also have to check, I have to thank Charlie from APS Radio News for his nonstop, never-ending support of Tara Buster. And it means a lot and keeps the show going and growing. The show is also available on APS Radio News, some, some, you know, for the most part. And um, there are other independent media voices over there that Charlie curates. And I'm very lucky and fortunate and honored to be part of the APS Radio News roster. So check that out. What? River? River just gave me a very... They gave the show a very, uh, very generous, amazing super chat. Thank you, River, for your amazing super chat. That is the third super chat according to this thing over here. It says, let's celebrate the third super chat. Uh, oh, is it a third? Is it the third for River? It doesn't seem. Oh, I guess it is. It says three right there. I'm still figuring it out, all these little bells and whistles. That are coming up with uh, with this YouTube channel. I don't know what's going on with the memberships. I ho hopefully maybe they're active. I don't know. I have to put some emojis up and oh, making the show better. Don't worry, it'll happen. Thank you, River. Wow, thank you so much. And I mean, I don't even know what to say. I'm blown away. Thank you for, you know, always being here and, you know, keeping the show going. I can't do it without you. So I can't do it without Charlie either for at APS Radio News and also the Community Cats. Charlie donates to the Community Cats, and that means a lot, too. That keeps us going and growing. Well, the cats out there, it helps because it is winter here in New York, and it makes a difference. So thank you. Thank you so much, Charlie. I hope you're feeling better, and I hope we're all feeling all right. We have a, we have a fight ahead of us. We have to, uh, I mean, 
what am I saying here? Let me do that. I'm just checking. Hold on. Blah, blah, blah. We'll be in the show in a second. Oh, here we go. I forgot. I knew I had to press another button. So many buttons to press and so little time. Okay. So, so let me see where to begin. Okay. Trump was yet again. Here's, you know what, you know, what's so tedious about living in this very interesting time to be alive watching the last days of the American Republic. Hopefully not the last days. I do hope that we're, uh, we will destroy fascism yet again, once and for all, well, for a, a little bit. It's, not gonna, it's never going to be once and for all. It'll be for the time being. Uh, we have to import, impart that wisdom onto the younger generation that once we smash fascism into history's trash bin yet again you can't you can't just rest on your on your laurels you can't just expect the future to uh, run with the ball you have it's a con- it's a constant battle to keep this country as a as a free constitutionally limited democratic republic as we see a republic if we can keep it there, no truer words were spoken. Um, well, there was some true. I got some true words. I got some true words. I got a lot of real. I got some words, and I'm speaking them real good now. So uh, today, the traitor, the tax cheating, draft dodging, wannabe dictator, con man with the fake university, the vitamin scam, the classified documents, and the shitter. And the history of sexual assault, including being judged, adjudicated by a jury of Americans, not his peers. There's no peer to to a parasite that large in the country, but a jury of actual humans adjudicated him a rapist they, that he had sexually assaulted, E. Jean Carroll. This is not a dispute, but today... Eugene Carroll dragged the con man back to court. Well, not just today, but because he, he can't he can't stop the l- rules for for the rest of us. He's got his own set of rules. You know, the law doesn't apply to him. He's a, he's been getting away with being a con man for his entire life. So, you know. Why should the rules apply to him now, especially when he was the so-called so-called president, despite receiving fewer votes, and which he—I mean—he turned the as the Democratic report revealed with the receipts that the Republicans don't want to don't want to talk about, you know, because they have so poisoned this country. That and and one of the things that really gets on my nerves because the corporate media engages in in this too. They'll say, um, they'll say a Reagan appointed judge or a Obama appointed judge. This is, should not even be a factor, but this is what we're dealing with. That they have so divided this country. That this is some, you know, it matters. Oh, so it's a New York jury found that the con man raped E. Jean Carroll. It doesn't count. And Republicans 
I guess because you know they hate America. This, but this was this wasn't Trump's doing solely. They've been building up to this over time. The way I mean, going back to George W. Bush talking about Massachusetts liberals and New York liberals and California liberals and how you know he's not like those California liberals. But it's always the Republicans. So it's it's the Republicans that play that game of divide and conquer because the Democrats, meanwhile, are trying to govern. They're trying to have a functioning democracy. They're trying to invite the Republicans to participate in that. You know, try to try to adult once in a while, Republicans, and join us in this uh, grand experiment, won't you? No, they won't. They don't give a crap who they, uh, you know, they don't really care because it's all, it's really all about power. And we see this with the Republicans, um, or even more, it's even more, I guess, uh, epidemic and it's more critical at this point because they're, they're calling for civil war. They've been calling for civil war for a long time, you know, but that's been kind of under the radar. Now it's out in the open. Anything that happens is, uh, you know, a call for civil war because they'd rather have this uh, a civil war because they can't function in a free democratic society. Uh, they'd rather tear the country apart than actually legislate, as we see. So... Today, what happened, of course, the, the con man was, uh, yet again, a jury of American citizens did their civic duty and listened to, the, the, listened to both sides, both sides of the argument. Did the con man uh, disparage E. Jean Carroll? Did he harass her? Did he, you know, he, she, he was already, it was, it was already, um, he was already judged to have raped her, but he was also uh, told not to disparage her but and harass her, and that's what he was doing. You know, because rules are for the little guy, like taxes. You know, he doesn't pay taxes either. And, you know, that's, the taxes are for the, for the idiots like us. The billionaires... We're, uh, we're just, we pay the taxes so they don't have to. And hold on, we're, we're coming right back with the story of uh, what happened today. All right, all right. So, the thing that is so tedious about living in this time is that it never stops, okay? <laughs> Until we're, I guess... <laughs> Until we're in the ground. It'll never stop. Well, no. What do I mean? I, I mean that it doesn't matter how many times you tell them the truth or you point them in the direction of truth. They'll, they'll just... It's like hitting your head against... It's like hitting your head with a hammer trying to cure a headache. Right? And those of us in the room so will understand that analogy. But that's what it is. Trying to explain the truth to the Republicans is like, you know, we might as well be hitting ourselves in the head with a hammer, hoping that it's going to cure our headache. 
They don't because they don't want they don't want to participate. Giving them the answer or telling them the truth. The truth has a liberal bias. They can't handle the truth. They don't like the truth. They'll just keep harping on the lie. And it will never stop. And and so today, when the con man was uh, once again found guilty of being a rapist, well, he was found guilty of uh, dis- well, what do they call it? It's not technically disparaging or defaming her. Is that it? Defaming E. Jean Carroll and and all of the harm that did. You know, this is who. I mean, I hate I hate Trump with a with the heat of a thousand blazing suns, like all normal people do. And but he's there's so many reasons. Let me count the ways. One of the, which is the fact that he's a he's a kiss up, kick down coward. He will never pick on somebody who can fight back. He's a little coward. He's a little bitch. He's a whiny little bitch. Everything's so unfair to him. But he always attacks the politically unconnected, the vulnerable people who can. And that's, in fact, why E. Jean Carroll, at the time when Trump raped her, that's why she didn't go after him. That's why she didn't go to the police about it. She went and talked to her friends about it. At the time, contemporaneous outcry—that's what they call it—and it—and it, this is part of the reason he was judged and found to be guilty of sexual assault. And they—and technically, they couldn't label him or say it was rape because they, she couldn't tell if it was his hand or his penis, his penis or his finger. What's the difference, right? And but the judge, a judge, clarified that, yeah, um, there's nothing Trump could do. We we can call him a rapist because he is a rapist. But uh, for all intents and uh, purposes, or whatever they say, he's a rapist, and he is. So he, we know he's done this. He's it's not just the first time. E. Jean Carroll was just one woman that he assaulted. And I told you stories about my friend's friend. You know, of course, that's just, you know, anecdotal. But I, I, I don't know this person. I, my friend knew somebody that hung out with them, and, and Trump attacked her when they were alone in a room. He, all of a sudden, she was just standing there, and he just pounced. That's what he does, you know. He's a, he's automatically attracted to beauty. That's what he says, you know. Even though he's the ugliest parasite going, he doesn't wait. He just kisses and kiss, kiss, kiss. Right? It's like a magnet. That's what he said. He just does it. He just jumps on people and they grab them by the pussy because that's what all women want. They just want some big effing orange turd to uh just assault them to jump on them and grab them right and that's you know it's like uh it's very arousing according to no one but that oh that's what it is you know i mean we've discussed this before that's why for example i mean could you imagine if barack obama said something of any anywhere remotely um anything that remotely uh <laughs> said or or implied that he was sexually attracted to his daughter could you imagine 
or Joe Biden. You know, they they keep the, they have this um, they keep calling Joe Biden a pedophile, of course, because that's all they you know because it's uh, I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever. I, 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 whatever you say to me bounces off of me and sticks to you. That's the Republican way. But they say, because they took this diary and there's some passage in there that, that, that we don't know. I mean, everything that they say is a lie. There's a passage that they take. I don't, and we don't even know where this, this, uh, diary came from. They're, they're so full of shit. It's like the, um, you know, that, uh, the, uh, elders of Zion, Thing that uh, yeah, it's this fabrication that they pass around as proof that uh, there's a secret Jewish cabal running Earth. It's the same thing with the Republicans. They pass around this Ashley Biden's diary, and they call Joe Biden a pedophile <laughs> because of something in it, and it's all bullshit, of course. But the fact is, Joe Biden is not the one going around saying he wants to bang his daughter, and. Trump, that's Trump. Trump, because here's the thing, and, and let me explain it. It's because that's the greatest compliment he could give you or give a woman is that if he wants to bang a woman, right, that's that you should be thankful for that. So even if it's his daughter, see, if I was, if she wasn't my daughter, I'd be dating her. That's the greatest compliment in his mind because he is a malignant narcissist and if he wants to bang you that must mean you know that's all that's all that's all that matters because he's nothing he's a nothing he's like the gaping black hole of of need and greed that just sucks everything in that's what he is because then it will never be enough he just take. He sucks the life, the decency, the dignity, and now he's sucking the democracy out of anything he gets anywhere near. So, um, how did I get on that topic? But it doesn't matter. This is Tara Buster, unapologetic liberal talk. So anyway, Alina Haba. So here's the thing. So he was found to. Uh, he has to pay Eugene Carroll eighty uh, something million. I wish it was more, personally, but they're saying it's a pretty hefty fine for being a piece of dirt that can't shut his filthy lie hole. And you know, I mean, imagine that the the you are raped by this parasite, and then he has he defames you. Then you have then you watch. It's sort of like the um, justice. I like beer bullshit right on um how um what's her name now her name escapes me kavanaugh and who's the woman kevin oh it's right on the tip of my tongue i will find it what is so because he's not it wasn't just one woman somebody on the chat will tell me Oh, yeah, Christine Blasey Ford. So, um, you know, it's like Christine Blasey Ford, how she came forward to to tell her story to the um, members of Congress because when she saw that what was happening was she saw that a justice I like beer was in the running to be a freaking lifetime appointed Supreme Court piece of dirt. Right? So she came forward. 
And the same thing with Eugene Carroll. Imagine uh, you know this dirtbag raped you, and then you watch this piece of shit squat in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. So she came forward eventually, and it was too late to do anything criminally, but he was found to have, uh, you know, be liable for her, for uh, raping her. If, if it were a criminal charge, if this were back in the day, I don't know. Who knows? Given the state of things, it was pre-Me Too, that's for sure. But who knows? He might have been, we, we might have uh, dodged a bullet if she had come forward. But the fact is, she didn't want to have her entire life turned upside down by this, this so-called billionaire or whatever he was at the time. He's not a billionaire. He might be now. He's just a, you know, he, he's always been a con man. You know, if you're a billionaire, you don't have to pay porn stars in installments, right? If you're a billionaire, you don't have to send your fixer to uh, give the porn, the porn star hush money in installments, right? Think about it, okay? But so she, she knows at the time. She, she said it wasn't worth it. it w- she just dealt with it. She dealt with the trauma of the rape that she endured and knew because he was a powerful, rich piece of dirt that he would he would ruin her life if she and you know she was already suffering from the from the post traumatic stress of being raped by him but and imagine then the time goes on and you watch this dirt bag come down an escalator and talk about how Mexicans are rapists and you know some of them are good people yeah, everything is a confession or a projection, of course. And eventually, you know, she, this woman is 80 years old. God bless her. And by God, I mean, I don't know, something, I don't know, not a man on a cloud, but you know what I mean. And she, what do you, I mean, what do you got to lose? This is a dirt bag. He needs to be held to account. But... He was already held to account in the prior trial. This trial is about the fact that he won't shut his his tedious lie hole. And it's not a do-over of the of the rape trial. It's not, you know, round 2. There's no do- double jeopardy if you lose. And, um, you know, you just don't like the outcome. So you just keep going and going and having trials until you get the outcome you want. I mean, that's how he plays golf. He'll just pick up the ball. And it's well known that he cheats in everything he does. He cheats in golf. And then he, he, he stands there and waits for all his sycophants to tell him how what an amazing golfer he is. And you know that. We even heard Uncle, well, uh, well, who was that one? Uncle Tim Scott was saying that he's a, he calls him like a pro-level golfer. He's a, he's a cheater. Are, they, are these people, do they have any dignity? I can't take it. Okay, so Alina Haba, she's who, I don't know um, if she hasn't figured it out by now that she's not getting paid. I guess maybe not, but she's she's really I mean, I hope maybe she's hoping she'll get a 
uh, a stint on Fox News as a pundit or Breitbart, maybe? You couldn't believe... I mean, I was, lo- I was looking at... Uh, Twitter earlier and she was on there talking about how how important it is she, uh, she was on some you know right wing shithole talking about how important it is to tell the truth <laughs> all these fucking people right they uh, no shame in their game though they if they had shame they wouldn't be Republicans so what that's what we're dealing with so here she is here's Alina Haba coming out of court and addressing the press after she lost. And they, of course they turned the courtroom into a shit show and they played their antics and their victim game. And Trump, uh, he got up and stormed out in the middle of what, I mean, because like, fuck him. What the fuck? He has no respect for this country. That's why people, you know, uh, fought, bled and, for this country they wore the uniform of this country so we would have a system of laws a nation of laws that applied to everyone uh, equally that's that's the american way that's american exceptionalism but that's too much for these traitors so here's alina haba coming at well hold on damn it damn you he came it's very confusing sometimes, Ecam. Trump's attorney at the mics right now. It's about representing President Trump. It is the proudest thing I could have. He's not the president. I'm sorry to scream. He's not the president. But she has to say it like that. In fact, she was um, angry at one. I mean, they were always angry. But she said to. Um, I, I, every, there's so many players in this game. I'm um, mixing up their names. The uh, the New York AG, she said to, uh, she was very angry when uh, the uh, New York AG wasn't calling him, the traitor, Mr. President or President Trump. She was calling, she calls him Mr. Trump. That's a, a, I mean, to call him Mr. She should just call him Trump, call him scum. When I say scum, you know what I'm talking about. He doesn't need any any other um, form of nomenclature, does he? When I say con man, who do you think I'm talking about? I don't need to explain. I'm saying, oh, uh, con man, that means Trump. You guys know it. Everybody knows it. Even the friggin' parasite, the Trump Z's that come to this channel and, and call me whatever, you know. Somebody came to the channel and said something about. Uh, I mean, they were all racist. That's that's really it. They and I found that it was a little interesting. He said something about how black people. You'll see what black people will do to you uh, it, because I was saying something about racist Republicans, and I guess. Because I don't know, he's trying to. I said, "What's your point? I don't understand what you're, what you mean." But it is kind of a glimpse into their mind. So it's like, I, I anyway, whatever. Well, I'm, I don't want to get off on that t- tangent. But she's th- here's the thing about the the Trump Enzi female. They they're all they all have to emote this level of anger 
And I noticed this today. I mean, it just not that I, I, I noticed the anger. It's incessant with them. But they all share it. Alina Haba, Perjury Trader Green, Lauren Bam from the Bowling Alley, uh, uh, Elise Stefanik, all of them, they all, the way that they address when they're being asked a question, whether it be on the corporate media or if they're on their own propaganda channels, they all have to, they have to sound angry in the same way. They're just all so pissed off at this constitutionally limited democratic republic. They're so pissed off that laws might apply to the con man like they apply to you and me. But there she is. She's got it down. I, I mean, but it does seem kind of forced, right? It does. She doesn't see, she seems like she's acting. She might want to go take an acting class and learn how to, I don't know what there's different techniques in acting. We might maybe there's some actors on the chat can give her some pointers. You know, emoting or whatever school of acting she needs to go to. You know, is she a method actor or cuz it's it doesn't ring true to me when I see her uh, uh get this indignant uh you know, this indignant persona. Poor traitor Trump. Because she knows it's bullshit, like everything else. They know it's bullshit. They know that he's a con man with a fake university who received fewer votes. They know he raped E. Jean Carroll. They know it. And shame, shame on her. Shame on the rest of them. Shame on all of them. Because they know better. So maybe the anger, maybe there's, if you want to psychoanalyze, they're angry at themselves somewhere in there. Or do. What I am having second thoughts about is the license that I stand here with that the people in there are supposed to have. Hello? Lock her I respect up. my ethics. She's got ethics, everybody. Ethics. She's, and in fact, today in court, the judge was schooling her all throughout the trial. She is a very bad lawyer, according to all reports from actual lawyers. And he would, you know, the judge would say things like, well, let's take a break at where, so uh, Miss Haba can look up how to enter a, a piece of evidence into, in, into this court or whatever, however you, you put it. But she didn't know what she was doing. She looked like a fool. You get what you pay for. And he's, you know, she's not getting nothing. When is she going to figure it out that she's not getting paid? So maybe that's why she's angry. Well, yeah, that's true. So, and there she goes, you know, disparaging the court when and the process and the the jury, which, you know, think about this. The jury uh, the, and the, the judge had to t instruct the jury to take special care not to use their own names to each other and to not speak to anybody outside, to not tell anybody that they're doing this case and that 
if they were going to remain in contact, if they, you know, made a friend or something with somebody on the jury, that, that, that you know, they're, they're, they're taking their safety into their own hands if they are, if they give people their actual names. So I, think about that. Think about what these filthy fascists have done to this country that the so-called president, the 91 times indicted so-called president, the convicted rapist, has so poisoned this country that our fellow Americans can't do their their civic duty and sit on a jury. It's part of being one of the responsibilities of being a citizen that they so love this country, right? They want to catapult immigrants over the wall. The last show we were playing clips of these these uh, Jesus so-called you know Christians talking about catapulting other human beings over a wall, and yeah, so they love the country so much they want to catapult people, and. They that that our fellow Americans have to fear for their own lives because of these violent pricks, these fascists, these traitors. Traitors. That's what they are. They're traitors. Traitors support traitor Trump. They're all traitors. Alina Haba, you're a traitor. You're a joke. And history will not be kind to them. You'll see. Hold on. Well, here, let's continue. I'm on trial. But let me now speak about what has happened. <laughs> I have sat in this on fake, trial indignant after trial voice. for months in this months. state, the state of New York. Attorney General Letitia James. And now this. Oh, my goodness. Can you actually, if I were directing this scene, can you, you really need to sell it. Think about a time you were actually angry and put yourself there. There seems to be some kind of disconnect between the mouth and the emotions. I hear the angry words, but I don't feel the anger, Alina. In fact, when they make the movie, the person who plays her in the movie is going to have to nail that down. She'll have to sound fake angry, too. Weeks. Weeks. Why? Because Weeks. President Trump is leading in the oh, polls, and now we see real? what you get in New York. You get it so don't all get it in New York. Asked me that they have everything. I am so proud it's the to city stand. that never sleeps. I'm so proud to not be paid by the con man. I'm so proud to join the countless members of the human race who've been stiffed by this con man. I, I'm so proud. Can you hear the anger? And in this New York, New York, New York, you can make it there, they said. But now we've been, we've been picked on. And my God, when will it end for my poor, poor victimized client who received fewer votes? President, President Trump. But I am not proud to stand with what I saw in that courtroom. <laughs> yeah, she apparently, well, he looked, I mean, he walked out, the, the asshole walked out, and 
he and she actually apparently she cursed in the courtroom. This is what they do. This is what Republicans do. They they disgrace everything. They lower everything. They drag everything down to their their level. It's so true. Everything that they touch, they sour, they sully, they stain with their their inability to to function. I mean, look at the smirk on her face too. As she's fake anger, you know, she's emoting this fake anger. People, and this is why I say, you know, even these reporters standing there, they have to pretend to take her seriously. This entire scene should be accompanied by a laugh track. That's it. I'm not finished. Let me just finish and I'll take questions, please. Before I walked I'm into not court. finished with my scene. I've practiced it in front of the mirror all night. That judge decided that every single defense President Trump had, oh, we were bitch. not allowed to raise in front of the jury. It Listen, is- bitch. Um, I know you're thick as a brick in the in the brain, but you can't try the case again and again. He's already been convicted he's been adjudicated a rapist that's why that's what she was talking about the judge took away my defense this isn't like trial junior you know rape trial junior for you for you fucking grifters let's let's keep having trials until it's done this is why it's so until they get the outcome they want all right this is why it's so tedious to have to share the same air with these people. He's guilty. They took away all my... Def- There's no defense. Did he... Did he um, harass her? Did he disparage her? Did he continue to violate the, the, uh, the, the, um, the, the law or whatever? The whatever... I don't know. What do they call The judgment that he was under that he was bound to from the last trial. So it's not about you don't get to have a defense. Your defense is, no, he didn't. He didn't, uh, he didn't you know, disparage her, for Christ's sakes. It's not he didn't rape her, because she kept trying to do that, kept trying to bring in the other trial, and the judge kept saying, you know, this isn't the... Second trial, that's already been decided. Another jury of our fellow Americans heard all the evidence. They heard your, your stupid fake anger. They heard it all. They heard the truth. They heard E. Jean Carroll. They heard the friends who, were t- who went up there and said, yes, she told us at the time that he raped her. He followed her around. You know, they ran into each other outside, and she's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm buying a present. And then he's like, well, can you help me? I need to pick something out for my wife. And next thing you knew, they were they they were chatting, you know, nicely or whatever. And uh, she he pushed her into the friggin' dressing room and started attacking her. Well, as he does. He's a scumbag. 
in writing, and I encourage the journalists, the real journalists, to take the minute <laughs> yeah, to look the at real these orders. Ones. Not the Democrat ones, right? Not the New York ones. Which ones? Which ones you want, bitch? Which ones are good? Not the New York liberals, the, the Massachusetts liberals. I, I hate these people. I hate them legally and peacefully. And thank you, Mark C., for your super chat. Oh, yeah, justice is coming. It's coming. You're right. You're absolutely right. And it's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be delicious. It's going to be a long time coming. And I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it all day, 24-7. And I like it. I like it. I like justice. Justice is coming. But he'll never learn. That's the thing. I wish. That's why I wish they had hit him with $200,000, $300,000. According to the con man's own v venom that comes out of his mouth, he had, well, so he said, um, he has 400 something thousand dollars, not 400,000, 400 million in, uh, in, um, cash. You know, he can readily bullshit, bullshit. Maybe, maybe. I mean, after the presidency, now that I'm saying that, because he did turn the presidency into his own personal piggy bank, as we know, taking bribes and whatnot. Uh, and so, yeah. And the Democrats did the, um, did the investigation and they have the receipts that Republicans refuse to look at because they hate America. But anyway, um, so, you know, I wish it was more than 83,000, but they're saying, you know, this is a pretty hefty fine for the con man. And this judge is not like that other judge in the other trial. I mean, there's how many damn trials, um, where, He's bit, He's more of a softy, the other judge. So he's going to pay. So this judge is going to make the con man pay. And there are ways to make him pay. So he can't wiggle out of it. That's what he does. Delay, delay, and wiggle out of it while crying like a little bitch. Why don't you just shut your bitch mouth, Trump? He can't, though. Because he has to pretend that he's the victim when he's the victimizer. He might, I, don't, I mean, I have to wonder, does he, does he believe his own bullshit after a while? He, maybe he does because he's that twisted. He's a, he's a, you know, he's disgusting. He's very fucked up, guys. <laughs> There's something wrong with him. And it's getting worse, so... And he's not long for the world. We know that. Even though, uh, you know, I'm not saying, you know, legally and peacefully, of course, but his mother lived to be 99, which isn't, uh, ugh, which is kind of a disappoint disappointing news. I don't know. But his father, his father wasn't, uh, wasn't, didn't have a lot of longevity, but, uh, I, when I think about the mother, I'm like, oh boy. 99? I can't handle it. But he's already losing his marbles, as we know. Yeah, it doesn't matter, though, because Republicans will just prop him up. Like, they talk about Joe Biden. Oh, he's not there. He's, 
he's just a bumbling and and of course they take they selectively edit videos to make it look like that um joe biden is doing and in fact he's uh fighting back finally which is pretty good and i'm i'm there for that too calling trump a loser and pointing out, you know, that he's the former president and he's a loser. And that's what he should do all the time. And he's doing it. It's a deliberate strategy, which is good. I'm glad. That's what you got to do. He's a loser. He's even worse than a loser. He's somebody. He's not a man. He's not man enough to respect the peaceful transfer of power. It was good enough for George Washington, but not for this piece of dirt. Not for that con man. Right? He is the worst, most... And in fact, well, today I was thinking, you know, I was going to say he's the worst thing that ever happens in this country. But then it's sort of like, maybe when we're through the other side of this, we might look back and say, well, thank God that's over and we... We survived as a country. We our constitutionally limited democratic republic survived, and it was good that it pointed out, you know, kind of where we have to um, shore up the the cracks, because he certainly has exploited all of the the cracks in this country. The and I mean. When I'm talking cracks, I'm talking about Trump and Z's too. I mean, they're the they're the crack pots, and so th- there are we we have work to do, a lot of work to fix this. So another con man can't easily slither into the, um, you know, into the into power and corrupt a a corruptible excuse for a party. This, but yeah. Uh, I have the answers, you know. <laughs> Take money out of politics. That's one of them. Watch Trump. He would have found a different grift, that's for sure. He would have stuck to NFTs and non-FDA-approved vitamins, vitamin scams. There was no proof. And I couldn't prove that she didn't bring in the dress. There was no DNA. There. <laughs> you dumb bitch. This ain't that trial. This is not that trial, you tedious, tedious, tedious bitch, right? Isn't it tedious? There's no DNA. There's no, well, oh, there's no, everybody's picking on us. Look at her face. No expert. My experts were denied. Yes, bitch, because that's not this trial, dummy. That's not this trial. Are you dense or are you stupid? Is are you a dummy or are you is this a this is I mean tell me this is an act. Please. I hope so for your sake because that means you're you're goddamn dense. Like they all are. This is why it's so like it's so tedious. It's so irritating to share the same air with these people. To to share this blip of time with people that it doesn't matter how much we educate them or inform them or give them the receipts. 
They don't want to hear it. That's why I have said it forever. We I'm not here to convince Trump anzies. I'm not here to convert people or, to, or have a rational conversation with them. They don't want a rational conversation. They are irredeemable. They don't want to be, you know, they, they, they know it all. They don't want to be changed. And it does, you're wasting your air. You're wasting your limited, precious lifetime trying to convert somebody or get them to see the light. That's why we have to just continue to move on without them. They are the minority. They are the, uh, the, you know, they're not in the majority, no matter what they say. I know for years I've heard this country is a a, uh, center-right country. It's not a center-right country. It's never been center-right. Even the Trumpanzees don't want a center-right country. They want their Medicare. They want their Social Security. They want, they, they just want more of it. They're, they have problems with it. They're not trying to take it away. That's why the, the goddamn fake-ass Republicans, these, these uh, you know, Trump goes out there, he's like, oh, your Social Security, oh, I'm going to protect it, while they're behind the scenes trying to cut it, trying to privatize it. And then they go out there, and Trump goes out there and says, oh, I'm going to get everybody health care, and it's going to be great. It's going to be free, and everybody's going to be covered. That sounds great to me. That sounds like universal health care. Of course it is. They want these things. That's why they want their pre-existing conditions protections that they all fought so hard against. When we had to deal with them back when we were trying to pass Obamacare. That was another time we, had, we all had to waste our fucking air, waste our time going to town halls when these idiots would stand up screaming and screaming about socialism and communism and any ism that they were being told to scream about. Get your government hand off my Medicaid. Or my Medicare. Get it off. Get your... They actually... I, I was there. I told you guys. I went to Washington with Mike Malloy at the time. When the Supreme Court was arguing oh, for... You know, they were presenting it. Because the Republicans were trying to fuck it up, as they always do. And they fucked it up, by the way. But they weren't able to completely eliminate it. and But they certainly made it worse... They took away the mandate. They then, and then Marco Rubio went in there and he made it expensive by taking away these risk corridors that the government was paying for. So it's more expensive for everybody because they want to make it suck, just like they want to make the IRS suck. So when you call the IRS you, and you have a question, that you're on hold all day, you have to make a whole goddamn day affair out of it. And because the, they want people to be mad at the government. Government doesn't work. It sucks. Let's get rid of it. Let's give it to the billionaires. Let's privatize everything. So somebody, because that's the way, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, nothing is worth doing unless a billionaire can make a buck or for a backs. But the entire time we were, these idiots were screaming, you know, screaming about get your government hands off my Medicare 
And my and I I spoke to that lady. I told you I was down there in the. There was that famous picture of that lady with the big Mickey Mouse hand that said, "Get your government hands off my Medicaid." And I talked to that woman, and I was like, "What the hell, lady?" And she's like, "No, you know." I always remember she was saying, "No one, we're not saying that people shouldn't get health care." That's what she was saying. That we're not saying that. If you need health care, and this is what she was saying, everyone should go to the emergency room. And I said, that's the problem. That's why we have the most expensive and less effective health care in the entire goddamn Western world. It's so sickening. But anyway, so now that we have pre-existing conditions, protections, you know, they only like, they're like babies, you know, they want all the, they want what they want. They're like Goldilocks, too. Its government is just right in the way it serves them, or they think it serves them alone. But their real problem is that they don't want to share with brown people. I mean, that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. And that's what I mean. That's the crack that they get in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Be back. Be best. Oh, and that, speaking of be best, so today, Biden, this is good, as I was saying, that Biden is um, calling the con man a loser. They're doing it deliberately. They must have done some kind of psychological workup of him, and uh, yeah, as they do, as as Putin has done, as every um, every single one of America's enemies have done as Kim Jong-un did, right? These scumbags to exploit the con man. And so he, that's why um, Joe Biden has, has increased the loser, the, you know, the, um, the rhetoric uh, calling the con man a loser. Wait a minute. So on CNN, they were talking about it. President Biden is employing a familiar tactic, though one that's relatively might be too low. He's hoping to throw off Donald Trump right off his campaign message by taking jabs at his likely Republican opponent. Recently, Biden has been mocking Trump, calling him things like loser and emphasizing the former in former president. So this is something that Joe Biden actually tweeted out. And you see what he wrote? What? (laughs) Be best. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm here for it. And that's why be best and dark Brandon is trending. Yeah. And the Republicans, they hate that. They're like, oh, that dark Brandon meme it's so the it just doesn't hasn't taken off bullshit it's effective and people like it i like the dark dark brandon you know they've we've turned it around oh let's go brandon like that's so that's so uh funny right to be f joe biden because and why and what you have anything that isn't didn't come from the schoolyard of a of a 11 year old right they have nothing to offer this is what they think is clever let's go brandon 
what what do you got what do you got in uh as an alternate what are your ideas they have no ideas their ideas are make the rich richer but they can't say that so their ideas are divide and conquer tell these idiots you know uh that they're gonna get killed by uh, caravans coming over the border. Tell them yeah, the big, big problem. You notice they, they, uh, they're talking about immigration at the southern border. The problems at the southern border is supposedly their top of mind. But they don't want to do anything about it, as we know. Because they got the message from their traitor Trump, the rapist telling them don't do anything about immigration. So they would much rather, uh, you know, uh, posture about it, go down there and take pictures of them pointing and, and put out razor wire and try to hurt people and stand on the shore while a mother and three children drown and, and say things like, I would, I would shoot them, but I would, but the, but the Biden administration would prosecute me for murder because it is murder, right? They don't want to do anything about it. And what I, th as far as the, um, as immigration, it's just another, it's a, it's how they trick people or get these, these inherently racist dupes to vote for their own demise. You know, these are the dupes. And what they tell them is these people are coming in and they get everything. They get health care. They get education. They get housing. Not me, though. See, they want it. They want the, uh, you know, they want socialism. You see the problem there? They want the benefits of civilization. They just don't want to share but the fact is, immigrants, they're not getting that, you know, but if they are getting processed and helped, then good, you know, isn't that what we want? But uh, no, they don't want that. They don't want any money being spent on any uh, asylum seekers so, because they want it. That's what they're saying. You know, we don't have enough for us. But we do have enough for us. But you idiots keep voting for your own demise and dragging us all down with you. You keep voting against your own better interests because you, these idiots, these, these um, lick spittles of a con man are telling you that you can't have universal health care because, uh, because, you know, an immigrant is getting it and you can't. It's so, it's so sick. These people are sick. And I have more receipts to prove it. In fact, here's, here's uh, Romney, Mitt Romney, who, who was once the Republican standard bearer, if you remember, talking about how sick it is for Trump and the Republicans to kill this deal that... The Democrats and and some Republicans negotiated on the board about the border, you know, to to fix the border through legislation, but they don't want that. They don't want legislation. They want to have blood. 
They want a bloodbath. They want to act tough and take pictures of it so they can go out and say, oh, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to put razor wire in the water. and I'm going to send the National Guard, and I want a civil war. Well, we don't need a civil war, you fucking idiots. Just do your job. Do your damn job. But they don't want to. They don't want to give Joe Biden a win. See how much they hate this country? They're so full of shit. It was hard for me to see uh, what Leader McConnell was, uh, uh, was suggesting. Uh, he seemed to be of two minds in the conversation. Uh, but reading the reports this morning uh, uh, and the fact that he hasn't corrected them suggests that uh, he is inclined to uh, uh, listen to what uh, former President Trump wants. And former President Trump has indicated to senators that uh, he does not want us to solve the problem at the border. Uh, yep. He wants to lay the blame for the border on Biden. Traitor. Uh, and the idea that, that someone running for president would say, please hurt the country so I can blame my opponent Why and help been doing my that politics for years? is a... Uh, uh, a shocking uh, uh, development. Do you, think, do you think this is what he wants? Probably has been doing that Donald for years. Trump. This is why he's doing oh, I, this. I think, I think the border is a very important issue for uh, Donald Trump. Uh, and the fact that he would communicate to uh, Republican senators and Congress people that he doesn't want us to solve the border problem because he wants to blame uh, Biden for it is, uh, is really appalling. So what does that say that that... That, that what he is saying carries the carries weight here. What does well, it say there's, that there's, Republicans are listening to? Well, what shocking that politics plays a role in this building. Uh, absolutely shocking. Is that politics that. or is that? Is on the line? But, the, but, the, but the reality Just is disgusting. That, uh, we have a crisis at the border. The American people are suffering as a result of uh, what's happening at the border. Uh, and someone running for president. I, How I I would I wish he would clarify that. How are we suffering? Maybe some people who are dealing with this are suffering at the border because they're overworked. But that deal that Biden negotiated with the Republicans ha um, has money for more border agents and more bo for I can't talk more border agents, more judges to. Um, Put the people, you know, like hear the cases, hear the asylum cases, and more uh, money for administration and to get to process the the people coming over, and uh, they just don't want to do it. Everything that they ask for—that's the thing. This is everything that the Republicans have been screaming about. So what are you going to say, right? They, I mean, all it says is that they. It's a show. It's a pantomime. They're putting on a show for their dupes and trying to buy time until they can get their con man in office. Who? What? what and then watch. If the con man, God forbid, let's, let's just go there for a second. He's not going to win. If we are organized and vote, he's not going to win. And the only way he would win is if they cheat. Right, gerrymander, voter suppress, and people just stay home. But he will not win. But um, imagine they when as soon as if the con man squatted in the White House despite receiving fewer votes again, you will hear. How much do you think we're going to hear about the border at that time? 
How much? Do you think it'll suddenly get silent again? This is what happens. This is what they do. They scream and cry about the border. Every time a Democrat's in office, they go, open borders, open borders. Biden's open borders. Obama's open borders. All the time. And all that, all they do is scream open borders to attract people to come to the border because the, 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 I can't talk, the people who have been contemplating leaving the failed states they helped, that we helped create are, so they say, oh my God, Biden has open borders. Uh, that's what they're saying. Let's go. That's what they're saying. That's all I keep hearing, open borders. There's never been open borders. But this is how disingenuous and disgusting Republicans are. And as we see, they don't want to take yes for an answer. And back before this deal, there was the Gang of Eight deal that was negotiated when Biden, I mean, when Barack Obama was in office, and the Republicans rejected that, too, after. It was a bipartisan deal. So every time there's a deal on the table that Republicans agree with and want, they they do nothing. And they want to, you know, this is because they want to politic off it. They want to fear-monger off it. Try and get the... You know, the problem solved as opposed to saying, hey, save that problem. Don't solve it. Uh, let me take credit for solving it later. So you think Leader McConnell may legitimately be considering? I, you know, I just I don't I don't know where Leader McConnell is on this. The fact, however, that he has been silent, uh, given the reporting that came out last night, uh, suggests that, uh, uh, well, we're just uncertain as to where he is, which is a little unusual. But is that Normally, that's his, what, his what point of view. What does that mean for the future? What does that mean for the future of Ukraine? <laughs> Well, clearly, uh, our meeting yesterday, there was overwhelming support for Ukraine. There were a few people who said, hey, let's not provide additional funding. They gave their reasons. Disgusting. But the great majority of those who spoke were in favor of supporting Ukraine and felt there was well, a support in Ukraine. interest uh, to push back as we can against Russia, uh, to make sure yeah. that Russia doesn't keep doing this further. Exactly. And by the way, going into NATO nations, it could draw us into Unbelievable. War. These, so, these uh, traders, like perjury trader green. Strong feeling in that regard. But... Uh, but how this is affected by uh, President Trump weighing in and saying, don't solve the problem at the border, uh, is a real question. Well, he's a, he's a Putin puppet. That's the other thing. They don't want to give money to Ukraine or keep funding Ukraine because of Trump is a traitor. Everybody realize that? He's a traitor. Why else would he take classified documents when he was out of the... Uh, Oval Office, right? He was he was voted out, and he took he deliberately took classified documents to his Maramoron Roach Motel, and then he took them with him on his tacky plane t- from Florida to New Jersey when he was negotiating a golf deal with the Saudis. Why would he need to bring? classified documents with him and this was all in the report why maybe he was throwing them in to sweeten the pot because he's a fucking traitor why else would 
when um and we've talked about it on the show before when the republicans are like i want to see the server where's the server where's this you know they go on about hillary clinton hillary for prison really for what you know Kenneth Starr spent $25 million investigating Hillary Clinton. They still, you know, if they had anything on her, they would have locked her up. You know, she sat in front of Congress taking questions under oath from these clowns for 11 hours. Trump can't even sit in the fucking, in his own goddamn defamation trial for five minutes. Because he's a little whiny Bitch. No offense to bitches. I mean, I know some bitches, and they're they're good people. Trump is a traitor. They're not. Some bitches are not traitors. I mean, he's a traitor. But I mean, what do you think? What, for example, when the you know, what about the server? What about the server? I want to see the server. Why don't the Democrats say what about the transcript? Where's the transcript? I want to see the transcript that Trump confiscated from his secret meeting with Putin in Helsinki in Helsinki we all remember how he went out and and embarrassed the country by being Putin's bitch on the international stage and and backing Putin and and doubting his own and the American intelligence agencies that said Putin had interfered in the election and he continues to. They continue to. Of course they do. You know, and that's and that's what Elon Musk is letting them. Like, yeah, there's no boundary. You don't know what you're talking to. Sometimes you go on Twitter and the social media sites, you you're talking to bots half the time. Russian bots. That's what they do. They're on there to spread the misinformation. And these idiots fall for it. So what, um, he met with Putin secretly, and there, he confiscated the transcript. There was no American translator there. There was only the Russian translator who was taking notes because he didn't invite any Americans in there, any of our people. There was nobody there but him and Putin and, the, and this translator, this Russian translator. What the hell were they talking about? Were they talking about making the world safe for democracy? They would, what, what were they talking about? Mom and apple pie? Where's the transcript? I want to see the transcript, right? I mean, there's so many things like this. He's a traitor. Of course he is. If, if it gets in the way of, of feeding that empty, that ba- bottomless black hole of greed and need that he has then it's in the way and he'll he uses america like a you know like a pimp uses a streetwalker you know get out there bitch and make me some money and he dresses her up in the in the flag you know, go on, go on out there. And then he humps it in front of these idiots. It's all a grift. It's a it's a goddamn grift because they don't know the the substance of patriotism. That's too woke. Are you kidding me? Sharing a constitutionally limited democratic republic, a diverse nation of immigrants, 
a modern nation birthed in the liberal age of enlightenment? Forget it. Enlightenment? Liberal? Why? Even though we got to listen to Nikki Haley. The, the intent. The intent. They were slaves, and then they were like, we're going to fix it. We were talking about that on the last show. <laughs> but I think I refuse to believe any differently I refuse. I'm sorry, I have to you play a little bit for the people earlier. who missed it. Say, no, I don't live in a country that was formed on racism. I live in a country where they wanted all people they to wanted be equal. It. They and wanted it. to make sure all. that they had except life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They wanted okay, all people to, to be equal, except they wrote that, you know, people were slaves. You know, whatever. Who cares? It's the intent. And forget about women. Just to push back a bit, because I was a history major in New Hampshire. Um, you're talking about the ideals of America. But America was founded institutionally on I many racist precepts, to including believe. slavery. But when you look, it said but, all but, men but, are but created it equal. It said it. I think it, it said all men. The intent. The intent. The intent was to I do have the no, right thing. I have no scholarship on this, but the intent... Yes, except their wives and their slaves. Right, haiku. But the intent... Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. The intent was there. They had the intent to keep white men in the catbird seat of power. That's the way it was. That's nature. You know, in the, the founding documents, they talk about nature's God. and that Nature's God made white men rule. So what do you want? Uh, but the intent, they said, now we're going to fix it. She's so, it's so babyish. That's why I can't take these people. They're babies. It's like never-ending baby. It's like the never-ending kindergarten class with these people. Look at the stars. Look at the eagles. Look, we see. But America, that we, are, we got eagles and stars. And that means we got eagles, and they fly, and, and then they got stars, right? That means we are great. It's the greatest country that ever lived, ever. No other country had eagles and stars. That's the intent. They made the eagle. Forget about health care. Forget about living wages, retirement security, education. The intent was eagles and stars, right? And humping a flag. I, I, this is where it's come to. It's, it's gotten down to the Republican standard bearer literally humping a flag, which is so offensive. If, uh, uh, you know what's offensive about it? It's not that he's humping a flag. It's just that he, he, it's, it's, it's the personification of his, his understanding that he's dealing with a bunch of idiots. Okay. That's what it, that's why it offends me. That's all it takes is going out there and hugging a flag 
What about healthcare? No. Oh, it's going to be great. The it's everybody standing. It's the caravan. You can't have healthcare because there's a caravan of immigrants coming coming to the border. <gasps> oh my God! It's unbelievable, but it's real. And the I, I just can't take it anymore, and that's why it's there's no point to you to speaking to these people and try because people they talk about my show they're like yeah why don't you um have some republicans get the like i'm gonna have some republicans on i'm not tom hartman he's a little bit more evolved than i am and he has more patience i i couldn't handle it to have conversation they it's like talking to a brick wall the only thing we can do is continue to evolve without them. And they will come kicking and screaming, as they always do. And then they'll start saying, we were, we, we were there all along. We, then they'll start positioning themselves as, for example, the champions of universal health care. When we finally get Universal health care. Health care is a right of citizenship, not a privilege of wealth. Then how long do you think it'll be until the Republicans position themselves? Just shove everything else down the memory hole, but start just saying that they're the champions of universal health care. They always they always believed in universal health care. Right? Like they always believed in pre-existing condition protection, even though we've had to fight. How many people had to die? Because Republicans, oh, they always believed in it. We were, we've been fighting them my entire life. But then all of a sudden, as soon as it passed, and then the Republicans are like, you know, the average Joe moron that votes for their own demise are like, I like my pre-existing conditions protections. Then suddenly it's, uh, oh, don't worry. No one will ever, ever take that away from you. You can count on the Republicans. Oh, yeah, here, like here. It's very low. Why is it so low? Patients with pre-existing conditions are protected by Republicans much more so than protected by Democrats Can you believe who will that? never be able to pull it off. Can you believe the filth and the lies? Patients who have pre-existing conditions are protected by Republicans? more than they are protected by Democrats. If it wasn't for Democrats, there wouldn't be any pre-existing conditions protections. I know I had some more clips of Republicans talking about their people's pre-existing conditions protections. But I can't find them. Make, they actually made commercials about it. It's just so they have they have no shame, they have no shame, and all they do is stand athwart history, yelling "stop." Right? 
That's it. So, okay, let's continue. There's a few. So now, because they're they're calling for civil war, uh, talking about this border thing that they're standing athwart history, yelling stop at, and it's all about the, um, you know, they all they want to secede. This is it. This is what we've been dealing with. Since the inception of the country, we've had to deal with these conservatives always going, you know, I'm running away from home. It reminds me of me when I was a child, when I was, how old was I? I was little. And I told my parents I was running away from home. And I took all my stuffed animals down the stairs and I wrapped them up in a big sheet and I was going to go. And then I started thinking about it. Where am I going? <laughs> I want, you know, I, I like dinner and lunch and a roof over my head. But that's what they remind me of. It's like, just go. Why do you have to keep, don't threaten civil war. No one's going to stop you this time. The only bad part is that there are nice, normal people living in these in these states that Keep threatening secession. That's what they're saying about Texas. Texas has to secede because the Supreme Court said they can't put razor wire in the water. You know, immigration is the uh, providence of the federal government, not the local government. Now, the this Republicans are, you know, they're all about s- small government until something that they want to do. And, and to, like, for example, shove uh, women into the back alleys and kill them with illegal, unsafe abortions. But they're saying that now is another example of uh, tyranny, the tyranny of the government. But they love the Constitution, don't you know? How they've been... They, they constantly point to it in their pockets, their their pocket constitution. Now, I remember talking about health care when we were down in D.C. when the Supreme Court was he- hearing Obamacare. And I was talking to these, they weren't Trump Z's at the time, they were called teabaggers. And they were waving their friggin' pocket constitutions at me. Like, in there, it doesn't say anything about promoting the general welfare. They just can't get it, you know? It's like the Bible. Picking and choosing and cafeteria style, whatever they want, it'll fit. They fit the facts around the policy, whatever the policy may be. So now they're all about the, um, you know, they're all about civil war. And here's... What's his name? Steve Bannon, who's looking pre- pretty dirty. He look he's looking pretty disheveled, worse than ever, if that's even possible. Talking to Matt Schlapp about civil war. First, you're here for CPAC. Understand you're pressed for time. Give me your thoughts on E.J. Carroll defamation suit. Oh, oh yeah, that's it against President Trump in the border, Oops. sir. Whoops! Look, this is outrageous. The defamation. Wait, I hit. Uh, once they fully embrace. The- Hold on. 
Oh my goodness. I can't believe it. I'm sorry, guys. That's the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. Come on over to youtube.com slash sleep channel slash Tara Buster to hear the rest of the show. Check out APS Radio News. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Become a member of the Tara Buster channel on YouTube. I think you can. I have to look at that. But... We can't do it without you, and we will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you soon. Support the show. Come on, man. Remember Matt? I'm sorry, guys. This always happens on Friday when I have to... Keep track of the clock. Matt Schlapp is a closet case, right? Remember him? He was something about uh, grabbing somebody's crotch and texting them of sexy naked photos. Well, I don't know how sexy, but this, this is who they are. You know, closet cases. They have issues. They hate themselves. They don't have the courage to simply come out of the closet and embrace who the frig they are. And that's what's so sad about them, too. Because, you know, isn't that sad? We, that's why, yeah, I'm a, I've always been a liberal. I've always been, had a heart. And when you think about life, what is the meaning of life? You, these people are so sad that they have to they f- because you know what it is they'll the, if they do not conform to the conservative what world view of the beatings will continue until morale improves and everyone in their place the hierarchy of of life and the you know they're so free but they're not free to be their authentic selves it's really sad and they if if Matt Schlapp came out of the closet, he just he doesn't have the courage to do it. So it's there's a lot of closet cases in the Republican Party because to come out of the closet in general it, it takes courage because you're coming out of the closet in a world that of of Republicans, let's say. You know, it's getting a little better for gay people to live authentic lives. And the Republicans are not happy about that. So that's why they're attacking gay people again. And they're always using their, their, their ancient book of fables as a cudgel and neglecting everything that their savior that they pretend to worship instructed them to do, to use the Bible to kick down on people, make them feel bad, make them kill themselves and cut them out, cull them out of the herd, so to speak. And of course, you know, trans people, the way they treat trans people is abhorrent. And that, but this is who they are. You know, one day I'm telling you in the future, when the future looks back, when future generations look back at them, they're going to revile the Republicans more than the normal people of Earth do now. 
because they're going to be like, what was their damage? It's sort of like how we look back on the on Hitler, you know, even though we have our own Hitler here that's coming up <laughs> and we have to deal with. So it's woke Marxist fascist nonsense. See, I, So let's go back a little. So he's talking about uh, New York. They're talking about the E.G. and Carroll defamation trial and Trump is a rapist and as uh, the not Joe Biden, Joe Biden didn't decree that. That was a jury of American citizens. Two juries now talked to you know they uh, got together, saw all the evidence. Said one jury said Trump is a rapist, and the other jury said yes, he defamed her for, because he. Yeah, and the whole rapist thing has already been decided. So you know, sit down and shut up, Alina Haba. But um, they've been using the word fascist a lot, and this is part of the the whole fascist scam of devaluing the currency of truth, and that's what they're trying to do. If we, so I know you are, but what am I? Is the tactic? It goes back to the schoolyard, and this is what we're dealing with. You know, it's communist, it's fascist, it's socialism, it's fascism, it's communism it's you know it's just confuse everybody because they're already confused they're dealing with people who want government hands off their medicaid right so they're not dealing with the swiftest and when we call them fascists when we lay it out and have the receipts and say that you are fascist your your movement your trump and z movement that's called fascism and it's the antithesis of freedom and democracy. And we've already, we already defeated it in the last century. And now here we go again, it's 80 years later and here we go. But yeah, so he's talking about how everything, um, everything sucks. It's fascism, it's communism, it's socialism. It's It's a uh, formerly great state in New York where both my parents were, born and raised uh, once they fully embraced this woke marxist fascist nonsense the woke fascist marxist nonsense of making a con man um accountable for his crimes uh you're not going to get justice and this has nothing to do with settling first you're here shit sorry i hit the wrong button once a uh, formerly great state in new york where both my parents were Born and raised. So uh, once they fully embrace this woke people. Marxist fascist nonsense, uh, Marxist, you're not going to get justice. And this has explain. nothing to do with settling any kind of grievance. Yes, this nothing. has to do with not taking all. all the ready cash that Donald Trump might have and taking it away from him so he can't. No, it's taking, it's making him shut his hole. Right? That's what you do when you find somebody. You're kind of discouraging them from doing it again. And yes, I see Errol on the chat. George Santos came out of the closet. Yeah, they don't, they they have a certain number of gays, but notice George Santos is a bigger homophobe than the rest of them. And I have the receipts for that too. You, in order to be a minority or in the Republican Party, they 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 require you to be even more self-loathing than the or hateful against your group 
than the typical Republican male. If you're a woman in the Republican Party, you have to be a bigger misogynist. You have to say that women, uh, you know, are are uh, weak and that men are you know, white men are being oppressed. Uh, you know, this feminazis are coming for them and have their balls in a vice, right? And if you are black in the Republican Party or a person of color, you have to be like, there's no racism. America's not a racist country. There's no, nothing ever, nothing racist ever happened here. And uh, look at me. I'm, here I am in the Republican Party. It's for the, re it's just right down the line. Just pick, pick a targeted minority group of trans people. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, well, I believe I'm, you know, she'll say that she doesn't believe in gender affirming care. She'll talk about youth getting, <clears throat> you know, transitioning and the, which does not happen. There's no gen, there's no, uh, confirmation surgery for children. There is gender affirming care, but if you notice, Caitlyn Jenner is against it. This is what they, you have to hate yourself. You really do. So, and I'll, I could find that George Santos clip of him talking about how much he, you need a man and a woman to raise a child and your gays shouldn't be around children and it's, uh, it, and it's grooming. It's, he's just a vile con man. They, they'll, they hate themselves. They'll, you know, they are, they are, they're fucked up guys. I mean continue to be a candidate for president. And I believe this is a very coordinated thing. Um, somebody must be coordinating this because yes. we now know that the White House counsel right met with the boyfriend of the, uh, Fawny it's being down there. coordinated right back from, right, uh, I think it's being coordinated from the ship behind the Hale-Bopp comet. And in order to stop it, you, you guys need to, I don't know what, I'm not saying, I'm saying legally and peacefully. You might want to look up Heaven's Gate and see if you can follow them to the Hailbot Comet somehow. I don't know how they did it. I'm not saying. I'm just saying legally and peacefully. Georgia, the White House Counsel's Office seems to be a part of much of this. We know that DOJ really? has been running point for the Hunter Biden right. uh, defense team and trying to give him sweetheart no, deals. How do you know that? How do you know that, Matt Schlapp? You have your fingers on the pulse of what's going on in the DOJ from your closet at CPAC? All, the, all those rides you've been taking back and forth from convention center to convention center with young, hot males that you then make moves on and they're, they're, they're so shocked and, uh, they don't know what to do. They don't want, they don't, they don't want to get you upset. They don't want you to retaliate. How many times? I'm sure, you know, he's been successful at that a few times. He's had, had to have been, but I'm sure it happens all the time. 
All this is about stopping Donald Trump. Now, how is all of that not campaign expenditures? This is like, what? this is like the Russian collusion dossier, which was Just a Hillary Clinton DNC deal. They, these uh, they, words. they, they are explicitly using their power in a corrupt way. They're using our really? taxpayer money in a corrupt way to try to because stop Trump, Trump in every conceivable somebody? way. And I'll just and tell you, if he, you're listening to this and you're worth something south of $83 million, mouth? like all of us, almost all of us, um, this means that this weaponized government, weaponized uh, government. doesn't just intend what else? to just What are the other trigger words? It's like uh, bingo. It's like, it's like Republican bingo. Thank you, Charlie, for your super chat. Your first super chat, they say on the super chat. Thank you so much, Charlie. Thank you for being here. I hope you've enjoyed our gathering on Friday nights. This is what we do. We come together on Friday nights and we go through what's going on and we have fun. Destroy your career and cancel you on social media. They mean to impoverish you. (laughs) We need... We need a bingo card for this, right? Cancel, weaponization, right? Fascism, socialism, communism. But it has to be all of the three. And destroy any opportunity you have in the future. This is a, this is a make it or break time for the United States of America. If these things continue to stand, all of this unconstitutional legal activity, we got nothing What's left, Steve. I mean, it's run to the mountains, run to the catacombs time. Um, run to the and catacombs. So this is, this is a huge moment for us to stand up. And that's what CPEG, I talked about CPEG. You got a bunch of announcements to make, but this is end of the Republic stuff that's happening right here. Uh, CPEG <laughs> this is end- couldn't then be more what, Maybe you should go. It's in about 30 days, so tell us what's going to go on. Yeah, I think the first thing is we, we, we got to start highlighting the heroes who stand up to the abuses, the people that say, I'm getting sued or I'm being prosecuted, I'm going to stand heroes? up. People like Brandon Strzok at the walkaway movement, what Julie Kelly has done chronicling all the abuses people? on J6. I don't know and who now they're she's talking kinda, about. Oh, the J6, some J6 uh, traitor. Focusing like a laser on all the abuses about Donald Trump, Um, the the parents, uh, the teachers uh, who've been fired or who've been cut out of the process, all this gender confusion, idiocy. Gender. This whole thing is like a uh, it's like a Mad Libs gender confusion. If that who's who's confused? He might be confused by being a closet case that might make you see you have to be hateful against the gay and uh, LGBTQ plus community. Uh, we're going to have Republican the experts there gay. on the he's ground not out of pushing the closet. back, but also pushing back. What else? Well, he's like they got it all: gender confusion, gender affirm- affirming care, woke, communism, socialism, fascism, weaponization. I'm going to stand up. People like Brandon Strzok at the walkaway movement, what Julie Kelly Walk has done away, chronicling fake all the abuses on J6, and now she's kind of the focusing abuses. like a laser on all the abuses. The abuses, is that when uh, you crushed, when these p- traitors crushed the cops in the door and beat them with their own shields and whatnot and cattle prodded them and beat them and... And uh, constructed a gallows. Remember that? That was fun. Like nobody's ever seen. About Donald Trump. Oh, and they um, also the, the defecated in the halls. That's the other thing when they start talking about how 
these are they're so put upon these hostages these j6 hostages and uh they need to ask well who's going to commemorate the uh, the one the ones who defecated in the halls of the capitol and you know that's what happened you know it because you know what they did they trashed the place and some of them because there were many of them storming the Capitol, trying to stop the peaceful transfer of power. Some actually had to take a dump when they did that. And when they got in there, they saw that, oh shit, either the bathrooms were locked or they were already trashed. And they used everything, clogged up the toilets. You know that is what happened. And they defecated and urinated in the halls. That is the report. And they did it, and they thought, you know, this is what they do. They're patriots. How, how do you, I mean, how many bad decisions do you have to make in your life until you're defecating in the halls of the Capitol? How much... Wouldn't that be a, like a, a wake-up call? Like a, an alcoholic hitting bottom? Where you wake up and you say, maybe I'm making the wrong choices here. My life has become unmanageable. <laughs> Can I get a sponsor? The teachers uh, who've been fired or who've been cut out what of the process. All this gender confusion idiocy. Uh, we're going to have the like experts there on the ground who are from. pushing back, but also uh, they're going to tell their stories. And I think that's awfully important. Oh I think God. the other thing about CPAC, Steve, is, is that Trump doesn't win. This country might be uh, might be a spent bullet. I hate saying that because I love spent my country. Bullet. So go uh, away we're, then. We're, so we're, we, we haven't have announced Donald Trump yet. Oh, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. Give whoa, me whoa. that again because you're not normally a hair on fire guy. Repeat that for me. I think I worry that um, if Donald Trump's not elected president, I, I really do think the America that we know is done. Why do I say that? It's not like one man should be able to please, change history. Pretty please, pretty please. Can it be done already? Can we be done with these fools and traitors, the, the America that we know? Can we be done with this shit already? Isn't it time to leave them in history's trash bin where they're comfortable? It's not just where they belong, where they're comfy. They don't want to be in a modern society. They hate that. That's too woke. They don't want a country where people can read books and be themselves and go to college and study things and then go to work where you can work in decent working conditions. They just want some rich son of a bitch to step on their necks. A step on, well, they want them to step on our necks, excuse me, and us to have nothing, no remedy to do anything about it. The, if the rich can't get richer, that's, you know, they, they hope to be the, um, uh, in the, the, where, you know, in the halls of power with these people, smoking cigars and drinking wine and while they're deciding what to do about us and we have no power that, I mean, like the system, the founders overthrew with the, the intergenerational, aristocracy and monarchy and when like what nick fuentes talked about that there'll be only one more election and that's it 
we get Trump in power, and that's the end of elections. And that's what he says outright. And this is, we've talked about this before, when he, when the con man had dinner with Nick Fuentes, the corporate media were, they were outraged, right, as usual, and said, oh, it's terrible. He had dinner with an anti-Semite. The con man, well, they call him the former president. Sometimes they even call him president, which makes me want to puke. Um, but he's, you know, if in the very least, he's the former president. He's He's a con man. That's what everybody should know him by. But anyway, he's a parasite. But um, the corporate media said how how Trump had dinner with a anti-Semite, and but that was just only one aspect, only only one repugnant aspect of Nick Fuentes. What was even more alarming to me was that I mean, because the anti-Semitism goes hand in hand with the fascism, and what was more alarming to me was that. He was having dinner with somebody who wants to end democracy. And perjury trader Green, for example, was also g- gave speeches at his friggin' uh, events and whatnot. And then she claimed not to know who the hell he is. I mean, this, this is an anti-democratic cult, small-D democratic cult. The enemies from within. That anyone who ever took an oath... To- like I did, like many of us on the chat. We took an oath to the Constitution to protect and defend the Constitution from these traitors, these domestic traitors, these enemies from within. So that's um, what they're doing. That's what they're up against. Uh, uh, I mean, that's what we're up against. And Steve Bannon is a fascist. He's he's another one who goes all over the world sowing seeds of fascism in other countries. Getting like when um when FDR when he was the governor of New York and he was considering running for president during the Great Depression and cuz you know the republicans were doing nothing. That was their their plan for the American people was do nothing and watch them starve because that's what you do. You know, when you're a Republican, you just let whatever, it'll all work itself out. So, uh, like FDR sent Francis Perkins overseas to study the, 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 um, European social safety net to study universal health care, unemployment insurance, uh, and a safety net. The, the America had none, had zero safety net. That's the way the Republicans would like it. So just like FDR sent Francis Perkins overseas, and that's why during the Great Depression when FDR was the governor of New York, New York was the only state in the Union that had any form of social safety net you, um, it had um, New York had a a form of unemployment insurance. It had a form of social security that eventually became social security, the nationwide program we know, the unemployment insurance we know today. But that was because of FDR. But so he sent Francis Perkins overseas to study their social safety net. 
And uh, so, like, like that, that's what the Republicans are doing. You know, Steve Bannon is going all over to study the overthrow of democratic systems, of modern democracies. He went to Hungary. He went to uh, Russia. He went all over to study the illiberal um, takeovers. Well, well, Hungary is, they uh, openly say, they love Orban, and um, he talks about an illiberal democracy. So they're not even a democracy, but they are what the Republicans want to do here. You know, kick people out of school, ban trans anything, ban gender studies classes. This is what they did in Hungary. You can't take gender studies in Hungary. They teach you, you know, they tell you what you can learn. It's like the Nazis. Yeah, and that is the whole thing with conservatism, with these, with this Republican Party. You are free in the constraints that they set for you. You could do, you could, you're 100% free in this box. And you can't be anything else. You know, just accept it and, the, and uh, you'll be fine. The beatings will continue until morale improves. And they're the worst. So, yeah. Well, as Peter says on the chat, that Biden was besties with Robert Byrd. Here's the thing. They, they bring up this Robert Byrd all the time. Because Robert Byrd, this is what gets on my nerves. Robert Byrd was in the Klan, okay? And we know this, right? But... He and they they show the picture um, of Hillary Clinton kissing him on the cheek or something, and that and that she said nice things about him at his funeral. And but the thing about Robert Byrd is that he apologized for his youthful indiscretions, but he said you know he was in the Klan. There was no secret about it. And he said that he was young and stupid, and it was the you know the worst decisions of his life, and that he, in fact, went on to be a champion of civil rights. So, you know, I don't know. What are you gonna do? They go back to this is what I'm talking about with Republicans, like constantly. It doesn't matter what the truth is. It doesn't matter. You just keep repeating yourself, and they'll just keep repeating the bullshit, the lies, the shit that they pass around, you know, uh, from Meme University. So, don't take my word for it. It's not like they're, you know, we're like, oh, Robert Berry really loved your, uh, the way you looked in that robe. Robert Byrd apologized for his past actions and his statements that he was a member of he was a member of the Ku Klux Klan in the 1940s and he expressed regret for his involvement in this group in a uh, now I'm reading from this article in a 2005 interview he said I know I was wrong I was intolerant 
An intolerant has no place in America. I have apologized a thousand times, and I don't, I, I don't mind apologizing over and over again. I, but I cannot erase what happened. Uh, so he expressed regret for his earlier views in favor of racial segregation. And he also re expressed his regret for filibustering the Civil Rights Act. And he says that his views changed dramatically after his teenage grandson was killed in a 1982 traffic accident, which caused him to reflect on his beliefs. And he spent the rest of his political career in support of the civil rights and uh, trying to atone. So, not just by words, but by actions. There you go. What are you going to do? Do you, would you rather be with um, a party that never changes? That sees that trickle down is, is a grift? Well, they know that it's a grift. That's the thing. But keeps telling you, keep put more money in the pockets of the rich and it'll trickle on you. Tax cuts pay for themselves. They want. They would rather um, be with a party that uh, of racists who are irredeemable, who never see the error of their ways. I mean. If anything, you know, Robert Byrd, he was a product of his time and and his place that he was in the South, born in the South. He, unfortunately, with Republicans, you know, they never learn. They never change. He was rated, by the end of his life, he was rated a 100% by the uh, NAACP, he had a 100% voting record, and he also was rated 100% by the narrow, narrow, na, you know, the NARAL pro-choice America. There you go. He served in the Senate for 50 years, and he uh, evolved, literally. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'd rather, if somebody evolves, uh, good for them. Good for them. And atones. Right? Don't you think? But, so, I don't know. Keep showing that picture of Hillary kissing Robert Byrd. It, it, uh, it, what it does is it, it sort of proves my point, what I was saying earlier. It doesn't matter how much we uh, explain the truth how much we try to educate enlighten it'll just it will, it will, you know we'll set our clocks to the next time we'll talk they'll somebody will bring up robert bird as an example of uh democrats being racist right it doesn't matter what happened. Yeah, it's just that. But here's the thing, though. When, uh, if when Robert Byrd was a racist, that's when the Republicans, when the conservatives were all for him. Now they're just pissed off. 
and they use it as a as a another cudgel. Right. That's right. Marxie in the chat. Trump learning from his mentor Roy Cohen. You never uh, you never uh, apologize. That's what he said. He taught his his protege the parasite, the con man. You never apologize. You double down on the lie if it serves your ends. And that's what he does. Cry victim. That's another thing. Cry victim. Everyone's picking on me. That's what Trump says all the time. It's so tedious. Yes, it's so unfair, con man, isn't it? It's so unfair, but not in the way he thinks it's unfair. It's unfair that we have to endure sharing the same air with a con man who thinks he's above the law. And sometimes the goddamn looks like it, too. That we have to endure this whining of the con man, of this filthy con man, grifter, who is a traitor. The double standard of this traitor bringing classified documents home and and the Republicans. Oh, here's another thing. I know there's only four minutes left in the show, but let's do this. I can go a little longer. That's what she said. But speaking of the utter and tedious hypocrisy of right-wingers. It never ends. Where is it? Okay, uh, you know that that Lauren Band from the bowling alley, Bobert, is running for another district? She moved districts because she only won her seat by 500 votes, and she's probably going to lose if she stayed in that district. So, but she moved because she likes her, ki- her cushy, phony, baloney job. She likes the power that she gets from it. She likes the free health care, the universal health care that she'll have for the rest of her life. She likes the pension that she'll have when she gets like, to be an old bitch. And uh, she... She likes pensions, you see, not that even though she likes to deny pensions for the rest of us, but she likes the the uh, the peace of knowing that till the day she steps off this mortal coil, she'll have she'll have a guaranteed income, not like 401k bullshit that when that Republicans inflicted on us because they wanted everybody in the stock market. Instead of having a guarantee that by the, from the end till the end of their days they can have a uh, a little income that will always be there, whether the stock market is up, whether the stock market is down. I'm so sick of the stock market and these and this is what they did. That's why they did it. That's why you hear the stock market report on corporate media all the time. You know, you don't hear the labor report when unionized, when the union rate, when the unionized workforce went from 35% to 5%, you didn't hear a peep. You just heard about, how's your 401k doing? Well, you better hope when you retire, you, you time it just right. When you get old, that you time it just right, that you're on a stop 
a uh, bull market. Or I don't even know what's the difference. Bull bear. But this is how it is in the in this country. You know, you got to in between everything else you got to do, you got to become like a day trader. Up in the polls, down in the poll, up in the stock, down in the stock. You got to spend your days going on thinking about uh, what do I want? The bronze plan, the gold plan, the tulip plan. Well, this year, I don't think I'm going to get cancer this year. I'm going to save my cancer for next year. So this year, I'm just going to get a little bit of insurance. I'm not going to get the gold plan. Because I love when Republicans are like, well, you should just get the health care your family needs. Like, yeah, as if that's the nature of health, that you can plan it out like that. You know, this year, I'm not going to, my kid's not going to get sick or not going to get any um, leukemia. We'll save that till... uh, two years from now and then I'll get a different plan alright well hold on this is not exactly the end of the show we're going to do one more story I don't know I'm just playing the music because I need to cut the segments for progressive voices and we will win become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevil and check out APS radio news support the show we will win. All right, so where was I? Here's here's the how tedious these fuckers are. This is the hypocrisy of Republicans in a nutshell. So they had a debate. So so Lauren banned from the bowling alley, Bobert, and also banned from the Beetlejuice show. She's moving districts, and there's a few. There's a few of these freaks that it's a very Republican district she's moving into. So um, these freaks are they're they're trying to out maggot each other, and they've had a debate. You know, they're because you know how Republicans are. They're like, debate me, bro, debate me. This is I get messages from them, debate me debate me like I got time to sit here and debate (laughs) you you who are you I want to debate you but that that's why um what do you call it that's why um Marjorie perjury trader green she's always says to AOC debate me debate like we're gonna give her attention I mean perjury perjury trader green she won't debate me. All right. So this is how disgusting they are. You know, this is the law and order party. Remember that? <laughs> Where's my laugh track? Law and order. Well, law and order for thee, not for me. That's what they mean. Law and order for brown people. That's what it means. Remember that. It's true. Law and order for anybody who gets in the way of their fascism. Then you get the law and the order. But for them, when law and order comes for them, oh, they're being picked on or that's something to celebrate. They literally celebrated their arrests. So in this debate... 
the debate, uh, or I guess I could call it a debacle, very fine people, indeed. These very fine people were asked if they had ever been arrested, and six out of the nine candidates raised their hands. And then there was a crowd there of maggots, and they all applauded. They all laughed and applauded these fucking traitors with this this criminal con man standard bearer and uh, and all the you know they the their maggot a parade of maggots who hate America do not respect America that disgrace this country embarrass this country and they think it's funny here here's the local news report about it and I I like this news report because the reporters were equally appalled. National District are celebrating the fact that most of them have been arrested. Six of the nine announced their arrest to the cheers of a debate crowd tonight. Candidates laughed and high-fived about their arrest to the loudest applause of the night. Marshall Zellinger joins us now from Fort Lupton. Marshall, loudest applause from of the, the night. The district that goes from Dugco up to Loveland, then out to the Plains. They, among them, have arrests for altercations with police and striking a family member, drunk driving. Yeah, and tonight that drew abuse. laughter, high fives, and applause. <laughs> and it appeared that the candidates raising their hand were raising their hands high as a badge of honor. That interaction at this nine-candidate debate drew the biggest response Isn't from the gross? audience and the loosest interaction with the candidate. They're fucking gross. Have you ever been arrested? Do we get this? <laughs> They're all applauding. And the, look at the guy at the end. Twice. I was arrested twice. And then Lauren's like, do we get to? She didn't get to finish her sentence. Do we get to? Do we get to what? Get to embarrass and disgrace this country? By squatting in the halls of power? And and this is why they hate this country. They debase this country. They don't even want to learn. You know, they've brought screaming matches to the halls of Congress as well as a, a, a riotous, traitorous mob who couldn't hold their water or their uh, defecation. And I, re- I always think about how, um, you know, perjury trader green... Screaming, screaming at the president and her joining, you know, they're jumping on the chairs, screaming at the president during the State of the Union. And then they're screaming at each other and follow them, whatever they triggered each other. Uh, Lauren banned from the bowling alley and perjury trader green went into the ladies room, had a screaming match. There's just screaming matches everywhere because these fucking people can't govern. They're a joke. They they should really. I mean, well, here's the thing. They it's insanity. Anybody who votes for them, you should be ashamed of yourself. And the fact is, they are unfit. And what else, and what do we expect? Because they they don't know their limitations, and that is the hallmark of insanity, right? An in, insane person doesn't know that they can fly and then they go jumping out the window. Look at me. I'm Superman, right? I can fly. <laughs> That's what they are. Look at me. I'm a, I'm a representative. 
of the goddamn United States. It's unbelievable. They have they don't even want to learn. So they don't it's not that they bring, you know, they go to, they they fat they fell ass backwards into this this cushy government job where all they can all they use it for is to up their podcast subscriptions or their subscribers and they don't go there with a sense of duty or awe or oh I'm, I'm gonna be the best representative i can be i'm gonna really learn how to do this and i'm gonna i'll you know i'm gonna really uh um, I will be a, a treasure. Uh, I'm going to make my district proud. No. They go there and they bring their their inability to function in a free democratic society. They bring their immaturity screaming at each other. What is this? Is this the high school? Um, you know, is this the high school uh, president race? What is this? They, they're disgraceful. It's an embarrassment. It's like Trump and Helsinki. The way they disgrace this country. Oh, ha ha. See, that's so funny because they're all white. Lauren banned from the bowling alley. She got arrested numerous times. One, she, she says, oh, some simple, simple, simple. No, there were numerous arrests. And one of them was she was interfering with police business. She was drunk at a festival, and these young people were drinking, and the police were there, and she was she started encouraging these youth to uh, flee the police because why? It's not your business. That's why she got arrested for for obstruction. They have no respect. And then she didn't show up to court. So they put a warrant out for her. That's because she has no respect. Like Trump, you know, he gets up and walks out of court. Like, you know, you try that. You try that if you're ever in court. And you're, uh, uh, you know, you have to defend yourself in court. You try that. Try getting up and, and storming out. See what happens to you. It's fucking disgusting. Ha ha! And then look at that. High-fiving, laughter. Now imagine if this were a uh, nine black people up there uh, at a Democratic debate. Right? Imagine what the Republicans would do. Oh, what a... Dis- this is the Democrat Party. They're all celebrating being arrested. This is why we can't have this in this country. They have no respect. Could you? This is what we would hear from them. Oh, the Democrats, they have so disgraced this country. But it's okay if you're a Republican. High fiving, laughing. <laughs> Jim on the chat said, what was the question? Do you belong behind bars? Yeah, I wish. No, the question was, how many, um, or have you been arrested? That was the question. Have you ever been arrested? Probably one of them, whoever asked the question, knew that 
maybe Lauren banned from the bowling alley was had has a long history of petty arrests. And high fives from a question about being arrested. The question stems from the recent revelation Gross. that former State House Minority Leader Mike Lynch was arrested in 2022 for drunk driving and weapons possession. Oh. Here is how some of them <laughs> describe their arrests. I will tell you, I've been arrested twice, and every time it was for fighting because somebody needed a little attitude adjustment. How dare you? That understand people, people that um, are are human people who drink and drive you know people who take uh, everybody's life in their own hands when uh and don't give a shit and want to run people over because it's all about them they don't want to be inconvenienced uh, or you know calling an uber and this fucking guy oh i i was arrested because the twice twice people were uh they needed an attitude adjustment. Really? I would like to know the other side of the story. Sounds more like, uh, I know a few of them were arrested for domestic violence. Was that your wife that needed an attitude adjustment? If only she knew when to shut her mouth, right? Giving you some lip. You're the head of the household, right? She should know her place. Give me a sandwich, bitch. We need people that understand people, people that um, are, are human and make mistakes. My arrest was just a simple traffic violation that no, was it wasn't. unpaid. <laughs> unpaid. <laughs> no, there was a, your arrest. Your, you were arrested multiple times, Lauren, little lying bitch. She's such a liar. Oh, well, she's in the right party for that. Like I said, she was arrested numerous times for not going to court on her arrests, which says complete disdain for the system that she took an oath to now, even though she failed the GED three times. Before she she passed the fucking GED on the fourth try, um, a mere few months before she was sworn in. Don't you have any dignity, Colorado? This is who you sent to represent you? Ha! <laughs> Aren't you a piece of work? And then she goes, I mean, just think about um, who you are when nobody is looking, when you think nobody's looking, the way she behaved in that theater. Not only... Was she, of course, exposing her... Well, given the, her date, who she said was her first date, even though we know that's a lie. And either way, she doesn't look good. She was either cheating on her husband for a very long time, or she's a, you know, a loose woman. And going on a date with somebody, the, the first date, she's given a hand job in the theater at, a, at Beetlejuice. It's not exactly some, you know, titillating, sexy, sexy show of, for adults. There's kids there. And there she is, like, jerking the guy off, and he's, like, grabbing her boobs, feeling her up. And she's vaping, and in front of a, the pregnant woman says, can you please stop vaping? No. That's who she is when nobody's looking. 
she, who, she, who she is when everybody's looking ain't that good either. But who she is when nobody's looking is abhorrent. Well, she is a, who she is when people are looking is pretty abhorrent too. No. And then she said to the woman, you must be a miserable person. That's who she is. Because you imagine anybody like Bernie Sanders acting like that. Could you imagine AOC acting like that? If they, uh, what, what do you think they would do on Fox News? They are, they already jerk off to her image every night. And Greg Gutfield, oh, he so wants to bang her. There's no doubt. But, the, you know, they're repressed. So they, they, it comes out as hate. Like a little boy putting a girl's pigtails in the inkwell. <laughs> I was just, uh, it was just a traffic ticket. That I didn't pay. No, you don't. I mean, how many traffic tickets? You, you don't go to. You don't go to jail for an unpaid traffic ticket, right? Unless it's a fucking long ass fine, and you you haven't uh, gone to court numerous times, and they put you on a warrant. No one goes, you don't, I mean, maybe they do in Colorado. Do you go to jail for not paying a traffic ticket in Colorado? I mean, in, uh, yeah, in Colorado. No, she was interfering with police. She, uh, she, you know, she's just a horrible person who doesn't know how to act. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert's interaction with Police is a little more than an unpaid traffic violation. There I appreciated that. You see, that's what you do on the corporate media, right? I mean, that's what the corporate media should do. That's what I should say. If this, if we were watching the so-called liberal media like MSNBC or CNN or something, they would never um, correct them. They would just go to, you know, somebody talking about Trump or something. They just let the lie hang in the air. But I appreciated that this local news station, they did a little bit, uh, they corrected her. It's a little bit more than an unpaid traffic ticket. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert's interaction with police is a little more than an unpaid traffic violation. There was also an altercation with law enforcement at a country music fest. That's right. I don't even know, though, Kyle, if it would have mattered what the arrests were for or if they were accurately portrayed based on the reaction of the people who are here to watch this debate. Repugnant, uh, aren't former they? Former state minority leader Mike Lynch took exception with Boebert when she pointed out that he currently no longer has his gun rights because he's still on probation for his DUI arrest. <laughs> when it came time for the candidates to ask each other questions, he said he had a question for somebody else, but then pivoted to Boebert and asked her to define the word carpetbagger, which means basically a politician who is running for office in a district where they have no connection. And, Whoopie you know, doopie. Marshall, if anybody was concerned that she was going to come into this big race as the only one with personal baggage, everybody else just opened their luggage tonight <laughs> upon the stage and, and appeared nobody to cares. be quite proud and gleeful of the contents. This is a maggot district. And I believe based on the results from the people who were here, they did a, a snap poll to see who won of the crowd here. Jerry Sonnenberg 
led that crowd or led that number with 22 votes, followed by Mike Lynch with 20 votes. So Mike Lynch, the person who's most recent in the news for an arrest, is popular within the people who are here listening to all this. Unbelievable. Today. There's certainly no doubt what the rank and file Republican voter in that district is looking for these days. Uh, we should note They're there was a tenth trash. candidate who was not at the forum tonight. Justin Schreiber is facing current felony charges. Marshall, thank you. <laughs> this this is a trash party. It's a trash dumpster fire. That's the Republican Party. And that's why it's irredeemable and must be smashed legally and peacefully into history's trash bin. And that district, I mean, one good thing, because she's moved districts, maybe she will lose and we will be rid of her. But whoever's going to take that seat is not going to be much better. So they are a irredeemable death cult, a trash fire, a dumpster fire, a uh, greed-centered ghouls, ghosts of the Gilded Age with a tax-cheating, draft-dodging, wannabe dictator con man as a standard-bearer, and, and the rest of the party are a bunch of lickspittles who have no decency, have no dignity, hate democracy, and that's what we're up against so anyway, how's your Friday going? All right, guys, guys, listen, listen, listen. We will have another show during the week. If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devil. And I'll have to check out what's going on with these YouTube memberships, if they're up and running, if they're not running. I got to get the emojis going, the... I don't know. I got to get a lot of shit going. All right. And, but thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, River, for your super chat. I love you, too. Thank you for your little heart emoji. And that's very sweet. Your very generous super chat. Thank you, Mark C., for your super chat. Very nice to see you, Mark. Oh, yeah. Justice is coming. And thank you, Charlie D., for your super chat. No, so nice to see you coming back to the show on Friday nights. And I hope to see you regularly. <clears throat> Why can't I talk? All right. And Kathy, thank you. And Jim and Haiku, thank you for being moderators, guys. And everybody, I, I Errol, nice to see you. I wasn't, I wasn't being mean. Talking about what's that face? Anyway, yes, it's <laughs> Ed. That's an insult to urinal cakes, exactly. Okay, guys, listen, listen, listen. Twisted nerves painting. Nice to see you. Nice to see everybody. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. We. We will we, well, work it because we are worth it and we need each other. So we have a lot of work to do. This is going to be an interesting year. God help us. We, but we will win. We will. Because you know why? We're on the right side of history. It's true. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Thank you everyone for hanging out tonight i had a great time i hope you had a good time too and my name is tara devlin tell your friends everybody's invited and i will see you 
during the week.